Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. And during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. gentlemen it's the one the only good old brian rails and i just got off work and i am here to say that how in the world do you keep the world of professional wrestling fresh how do you maintain interest in the world of professional wrestling how do you get an audience to get Behind what it is that you're trying to present to them Now there's going to be a lot of various answers Ladies and gentlemen I'm about to introduce to you the newest Acquisition Actually no But (laughs) I was going to say the newest Miz fan Or president of the Miz fan club Not really Um, But ladies and gentlemen The godmother of WFC and godmother to many and friend of many. Granny Hulkster, welcome to Off the Rails Uncensored Part 2. Oh, hello. Hello, B-Train. How are you? Um, you know, I have been, I've been a lot of, you know, just trying to get my mind off of certain things. You know, NXT UK does that. I'm going to get, folks, I'm going to get Granny Hulkster hooked on NXT because it does not disappoint I mean, they've got, of course, the hottest free agent now in professional wrestling, who is Lars Sullivan. That man is, he looks like a real-life ogre, I'm telling you. He's huge. Six foot eight. He's like the modern-day psycho Sid. If If Sid and Kane had a love child, Lars Sullivan would be it. But, folks, I mean, Granny, I've been watching a lot of NXT. I've been... Just immersing myself in the wrestling scene, you know, I will be, I believe, December 15th. Yep, that's when Kurt uh, invited moi to go to Oklahoma. So hopefully the weather cooperates, folks, because I have, you know, I have really 
fallen in love with traveling, apparently, you know. But, uh, yeah, other than that, Granny, I've been busy with work, busy with planning for Christmas, which, folks, I cannot believe it. But 2018 is – it's almost done. Yep. And the year and, uh, is almost over with. Yeah, and it's it's <laughs> it keeps fast-forwarding itself, man. It's just – I'm at the point where I'm starting to wonder, like, what in the – hell's been going on you know how do i keep up with all this shit and then i realized wow wrestling kind of kept myself from going insane now i realize a lot of uh, people are saying wrestling is kind of lost its luster that depends on what wrestling we're talking about now so i decided to come up with an episode that's titled you know keeping it fresh or keeping things fresh in the world of pro wrestling now there's a lot of complaints about one particular side. It's called Monday Night Raw. And that show really needs a swift kick in the ass to get itself better. Um, by keeping things fresh, I mean, I, just, I removed, you know, uh, I usually have uh, replays on Hulu because I work night shift. Sometimes the cable TV is kind of predominated by BET and predominated by uh, VH1, and I really could give a fuck less about those two, you know, cable networks. I used to like VH1, and I used to care about BET, but now I find myself thinking, what was I thinking? You know, I had pro wrestling. So anyways, long story short, folks, I, um, I did watch, did you catch any of SmackDown Live, Granny? No, I actually, um, I wasn't feeling really good last night, so I went to bed early, so I um, had a, well, I, I had an officer meeting at the lodge, and then I came home and I went to bed, so well, I did not catch any like, SmackDown, but. I can fill you in, folks. I mean, it started off with uh, Paige introducing all the women who are going to make history next Sunday because I believe next Sunday from, or yeah, Sunday from the 9th is the 16th. The first ever women's TLC match, Becky Lynch, Charlotte, and Asuka will face each other. Night started off with Mandy Rose, uh, you know, butting in as she normally does and running her mouth. They did get a fortunate win. You want Mandy or Sonia said that win that Oscar had was a fluke. I made one tiny mistake, and uh, unfortunately, I really don't believe in that because Oscar, if it wasn't for one miscue, Granny, between Charlotte and Oscar, I believe those that odd pair that Paige put together, they would have won the match. Um, but like I said, folks, SmackDown Live keeps things generally very, very interesting, and they don't you know, pussyfoot around with how they book matches, and not just that. But after that, um, you see Shane and The Miz talking about uh, his <clears throat> segment. Because Shane set up something, Granny, was funny. He he said you need to get answers as to why the new, uh, how the new Daniel Bryan works and operates. And I'm thinking, wow, that's like trying to pick my brain, Nikki Cross's brain, Brian Pillman's brain, Eddie Guerrero's brain. Um <laughs> the man said it best. He's like, that's like trying to pick, you know, it's like, I'm going to try and get the answers best I can. And Shane goes, no, you need to get the answers that you need to, you know, 
blah, 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 blah. And so the night goes on. The New Day, there's a triple threat match um, because there will be a TLC, a triple threat match for the Tag Team Championships that the bar is currently holding. You saw Jey Uso versus Cesaro versus Xavier Woods. And uh, Jey Uso ended up getting the victory in that match. Then you had Randy Orton versus Jeff Hardy. And, Granny, you know, things have been going a little bit heated between, who else, you know, Samoa Joe and Jeff Hardy. Mm-hmm. Well, I can tell you, I, I, I find it funny that Samoa Joe was at a bar pretending to be bartender, which is hilarious. He said, you know, I could have one drink or I could have 14, and he's referring to Jeff's old DUI charge that happened eons ago. But, uh... If it wasn't for Samoa Joe interfering by distracting him on the Tron, I believe Jeff Hardy could have been victorious. But um, I gotta say that you know that piece in the main event, um, AJ Styles, I believe. Wait, I didn't do my SmackDown Live review music. That's okay. I'm tired, folks. Forgive me. I had to work a little bit extra, but that's you know me. So, yes, I know I'm going out of format. These are, <laughs> There's some angry fans. We didn't hear the SmackDown Live theme. Granny, you know how unorthodox I am. <laughs> yeah, I do. I what? do. Yeah. You know, and like well, I said, you know, I was waiting for the call-in time, and I figured you were running a few minutes late, and so I apologize for getting on a few minutes late myself, so... Folks, I'm not going to be that easy where you know, he's going to play the music now. God, man, I'm getting so many messages on Instagram about how... Where's our music? <laughs> yeah, where's the music? And it's like, you don't need music. It's a review, folks. I'm tired. Not, you know, okay. Be trained just worked all day, so give him a break, folks. Give yeah. him a break. For, forgive me, folks, if I'm a little bit, you know... Tired, you know, just sitting. I had like over 1,200 rentals today, which you know, is unreal. You think, wow, that number really doesn't. I, I, okay, to clarify, my friend, I live in New York, so in Queen, not in Queens. No, nah, I ain't never gonna claim that borough. Uh, uh-uh. <laughs> from Brooklyn, and I come across a lot of people that are going, you know, home for the holidays and on business. So I do tend to watch my wrestling on my phone, and I happened to catch NXT and Granny, like I said, I got to get you hooked because the freaking awesomeness that is NXT or the brilliance, I should say, and I didn't, you know, if you actually, I'm going to let Granny watch NXT sooner or later, folks, and she's going to be like, wow, what have I been missing out on? Because Aleister Black and Johnny Gargano the reason why they feuded, folks, and this, you know, happened. Okay, I know that Riddle face punched Martinez, and he has really, it really was a good match. But Cassius Ono attacked, and then Shayna Baszler, who is one of Ronda Rousey's really good friends, faced off with Dakota Kai and made Dakota Kai tap. Well, Randy, <clears throat> her little friends, Yasmin Duke and Marina Safir, three, you know. Three on one, so much, you know, fair, right? So Dakota Kai, a.k.a. one of the Kiwi buzzsaws, 
Travis Banks being being the other one in NXT UK. Um, Dakota Kai had an opportunity to face Shayna Baszler, and she she took full advantage because uh, William Regal announced on Twitter that next week there will be qualifying matches. It'll be you know qualifying matches for the NXT UK or not UK NXT Women's Championship. And well, Dakota Kai may have come up short against Baszler in a non-title match, but she gave her quite a fight. The three-on-one attack happened, and I was like, hmm, "Big shocker there! Baszler can't do her dirty work." Ego Shirai, one of Oscar's uh, and uh, Kyrie Sane's Japanese compatriots, as Mara Ronello calls her, came out and she helped even the odds just a little bit. So I'm looking forward to that. There's a rematch clause, I believe, um, for Kyrie saying at TakeOver Phoenix. Let's see here. The Forgotten Sons versus Carrillo and somebody. Yeah, that's... Uh, the Forgotten Sons end up winning the match. I'm not surprised. I mean, they really did. The other two guys put on a fight and so on and so forth. I'm about to go out in the cold, folks, because I forgot my notebook because that's how tired I was. I sat down. Good old B-Train sometimes forgets his notes, yes. But um, anyways, so NXT UK, Granny, it's funny. They have two parts. I guess they film two shows at a time. Just uh, interesting facts that come from that was uh, Rhea Ripley defended her title against a name that I never thought existed. And this is how you keep things fresh. Her gimmick name, Granny, I shit you not, was Candy Floss. Oh, my. <laughs> Which means, now this is also something I didn't know until my uh, Nigel McGinnis filled me in. Um, candy Floss in the UK, folks, means cotton candy, even though it's not a big deal. Some of you are laughing your ass off at me right now. But, yeah, Rhea Ripley's like, I'm going to give someone an opportunity, and I'm going to give it against... And the Tron hit, Granny, I was like, really? Her name is Candy Floss, and she's got pink hair. Good Lord. My goodness. What a name. (laughs) Had me intrigued because I thought, what kind of oxymoron is this? You can't have candy if you got floss in your teeth. I mean, us Americans think that, okay... You got candy floss. Great. That's just great. Now we've got to have candy and we've got to floss. What kind of mockery is this? We got plenty of names, man, that come around through NXT. Like, okay, one reason, Granny, why I'm going to get you hooked on NXT is because they have a guy named Mike Hitchens, and his gimmick name is Wild Boar. Wild Boar. Wow. Yes. Yeah. And he comes out with a jacket that, you know, it fits. You know, he's short. He does kind of – he's got really – he's got no set of front teeth. That's any indication, folks. All he wants for Christmas is a good dental plan is all I have to say. He uh, he faced off with a guy named Dave Mastiff. Now, interesting enough, Granny, Dave Mastiff's uh, main influence was Vader. And uh, – his finishing maneuver kind of looks like what Kevin Owens does on Raw, where he just does the cannonball senton in the corner, where he flips on the guy, and I was like, wow, this guy, 
a Mastiff I've never seen taken off his feet until today. Um, NXT usually, NXT UK, that is, to all the fans in the UK, what's up? I know you're saying hello to me. One says, cheerio, granny. <laughs> and I was like, oh, lovely introductions. You guys are up this late? Well, of course, it's late for me. It's like 12.50 here in New York, and it's late for granny, too, because it's like close to midnight. And usually, folks, I'm never on the ball with episodes. I normally just, because Granny will message me and say, are we doing the show tonight? And I'd say, <laughs> yes, yes, you know? And it's kind of good throwing Granny out of whack. I mean, what DeLorean have I traveled into, right? Oh, so that's all right. <laughs> so, folks, tonight, <clears throat> as I pull out my book, my, my book of NXT, okay, let's go. By the list, shall we? Okay. So, Velveteen Dream, who's also an interesting character that Granny may also find interest in when she starts watching. Undisputed Era, when I compare them to the villains in Oklahoma's, you know, WFC, they kind of mirror Undisputed a lot. And then it's not, you know, because of the cockiness, the arrogance, you know, there's a lot of members. They think they, you know, can run roughshod on people. That's how I make my mental note comparison between the villains and Undisputed. Um, They were talking about how they injured War Raiders and how Bobby Fish was going, you know, next week he goes one-on-one with EC3. And um, I got to say, folks, I don't know if I would be cocky if I were the Undisputed Era because you don't know – you can never judge a book by its cover, especially in NXT. The North American champion defends his uh, championship. Uh, Ricochet defends against Adam Cole next week. So there's a lot of next week, you know, teasers. On to NXT UK, Wolfgang and the Coffee Brothers are promoing. They're, they're in a group called Gallus, or whatever that means. I have no idea. <clears throat> Maybe some of the... I just got informed. Okay. Thank you, sir, for pointing that out, man. Um, they tried to attack Travis Banks, who they put on the shelf a very long time ago for the NXT UK title tournament, the second version of it. Um, then you had Fabian Eichner, who used to be a 205 Live guy. He debuted tonight versus Mark Andrews. He had Fabian – okay, let's see here. Third match was Nina Samuels versus Isla Dawn. They call her the White Witch of NXT UK. It's kind of weird. NXT has its twisted sister, Nikki Cross, and now they have a White Witch. I'm okay with that. I I like uh, weird, odd characters. No big deal. Then you had Tucker versus Eddie Dennis. Now, Granny, picture a deranged, taller version of Ty Dillinger. Oh my. He uh he's tall. <clears throat> I mean he's undefeated so far in NXT <clears throat> UK. And then for the main event for the first one, folks, you had um well, okay, let me introduce this. Sid Scala is now the assistant to the general manager, Johnny Sane of NXT UK. And I will get to the good parts, folks. Don't worry. Oh yes, Jordan Devlin. Ooh, Granny looks like Finn Balor's evil brother. They are both from 
similar parts in Ireland. Devlin went one-on-one with Flash Morgan Webster. They, it's really cool. They uh, The nickname for that guy, Granny, is the Mod Father. I love it. It's it's fucking amazing. The Mod He's Father. <laughs> yes. I fucking love this dude. He comes out with a bowling bag and or whatever. He comes you know, he... He wears like the 1960s pants, and it's really hilarious. Um, but Devlin said something, Granny, and he goes, I would be the ace out of all the cards. If you shuffle them up real good, I would be the ace. Flash Morgan Webster would be more like you pull a, shuffle the cards up, and he'd be the Joker. Well, he took Devlin to the limits. You know, unfortunately, it came up short, but I mean, I definitely wouldn't say from an assessment of just seeing that match, I didn't. I would not say that he's the Joker. I mean, Flash Morgan Webster could be a big-time player uh, for the NXT UK <clears throat> Tag Team Championship. So um, I believe Sid Scala, let's see here, he announced after Rhea Ripley. Yep, he announced right after Rhea Ripley had the open challenge in the second round of NXT UK, which those matches were Joseph Connors versus Dan Maloney. Joseph Connors is also psychotic, and I kind of been intrigued by him because Nigel McInnes goes, Granny, he goes, they have the movie, here's Johnny, well, here's Joseph. Mm. <laughs> he is a bit psychotic. He's a little bit on edge. And then you had uh, Dave Mastiff versus Wild Boar Mike Hitchman. Then you had Ligero. Um, he kind of reminds me of an English version of uh, Hutu Guerrero mixed with a little dash of psychosis. And that's because he wears a mask and he's from Leeds, England. He's not really a luchador, but he's, his style is. He's short, but he really he, – let's just put it this way, folks. He keeps it fresh with the crowd, and the crowd gets behind him. That's the main thing. So I believe – Rhea Ripley, yeah, the second NXT UK. She wasn't the main event. The main event, I believe, for the second one. Okay, let me see here. Ah, yes. Well, I just, okay. I thought I put it on here. But uh, anyways, folks, that wraps up NXT UK. And I can say this from the bottom of my heart. Thank you, NXT, for keeping me involved in WWE uh, as far as watching, not you know, actually being a part of the company. Also, folks, it's tis the season to be tables, ladders, and chairs. And I will be watching the SmackDown Live side of things alongside with watching, um, watching the train wreck that is Monday Night Raw. I just – okay, so they have Nia Jax versus Ronda Rousey. Woo. Boren Corbin, who's probably, I don't know if, if uh, Braun Strowman has been cleared to work, but he did have surgery, so great. Well, it's a good thing Granny and I didn't tune in to watch that train wreck. Um, you've got uh, Daniel Bryan defending his championship against uh, AJ Styles. You've got Jeff Hardy versus Samoa Joe. <clears throat> and I don't know what stipulation they're going to add, but Granny, I have a feeling, as usual, TLC is going to be one-sided as far as you know who's going to steal the show. Is it going to be Raw? Is it going to be SmackDown Live? I can answer that easily. SmackDown Live. 
<clears throat> because, as Granny said, you know, she just tuned out because there's so much shit to keep up with. You know, back in Tyre and Ziggler, once upon a time, hate each other, they love each other. They hate each other, they love each other. Make up your minds, folks, what you want to do with those two. Um, second of all, I'm pretty sure it'd be a shock to the system. No pun intended. That's an undisputed theme. If Ronda Rousey were to lose said championship, I mean, I'd be thanking my, you know, I'd be, Granny, I would so be on my knees going, thank God they finally did something right. Yo, keep the fans intrigued. And this is another thing. When you're at a wrestling show and it becomes the same repetitive shit, people are not going to tune in. I'm just going to say that. If you're in it for the money, great. That's, you know, you want to keep your company afloat, I I understand, but um, we're going to hit one theme because I have yet, you know, to keep it consistent because I am tired, folks, but I am going to keep one thing consistent. You want to get inside my mind? Fine, my friend and friends, U.S., U.K., Canada, Australia, Latvia, Indonesia, Ireland, if you listen, that'd be cool. Uh <laughs> To all the people in the UK, to all the people everywhere, come one, come all, get inside my brain, buckle up, fuckers, because this is going to get interesting. do our best is how, you know, you keep fans interested in, in your stuff. Now, you and I have been wrestling fans for a very long time. We've seen our fair share of good eras in wrestling. What do you think it is that keeps the fans hanging on to that suspended disbelief that pro wrestling can actually make things work? Well, like how do you I, you know that that's that's a very good question. You know, I I like to truly think that we as fans, you know, we talked about this yesterday. You know, about the magic being there. You know, I truly believe that we as fans, you know, especially if you've been a fan a long time, you remember back in the day, what it was like, you know, before. Now, I'm not saying that they need to go back to the way that, you know, that they used to do things 10, 15, 20 years ago because I'm not sure it would actually work today because of the different group of people that watch wrestling today compared to what it was like 10, 15, 20 years ago. I mean, you've got more kids that are watching WWE 
you've got a, I think a lot younger group of people watching wrestling today than maybe what you had, you know, um, 10 or 15 or 20 years ago. I mean, I was on a podcast earlier this evening. I was on uh, Pretty Boy Doug Masters' podcast, and his uh, guest was Johnny Mantell, you know, and he was talking about, um, you know, how people come to the uh, Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame down there in Wichita Falls, Texas, you know, and say to him, you know, about, well, we want to see, you know, what it was like when it was real. You know, so many people nowadays, they think it's all fake, you know, compared to what it might have been 10 or 15 or 20 years ago. You know, it's just a different group of people, you know, than what used to watch wrestling, you know. I mean, I don't know how else to explain it. I believe, like, okay, like the best way to keep wrestling fresh and have that magic, as Granny just described, I believe <coughs> you don't have to have, you have to have a balance of not only, you know, a good show, but, okay, your audience is expecting the same thing and you give them something different. Or... You don't give them a thousand fucking promos. My God. Like, you start off with matches. Okay, cool. Start off the show with a match instead of starting it off with a promo. And Granny, I, you know, we've said this multiple times. Like, we don't, we're not bashing on Smack, or not SmackDown, on Monday Night Raw. But at the same token, it's like when you care about something, it's like, I used to remember rushing home so I could get my homework done, and I would turn on the TV. If you had closed circuit TV or whatever, if you had the channel for ECW in the East Coast, you could watch ECW. Now, Paul Heyman, I don't know if he tried to run up against Vince. Yeah, I know he did. But back in the days, not just the Monday Night Wars, but it was wrestling when it had magazines and you didn't have smartphones to read Dave Meltzer's uh, results. I don't read Dave Meltzer and I don't care for that gentleman simply because Meltzer is partially the reason why WrestleMania was the way it was because a lot of fans read results. So you don't know the joy of seeing a show. You just read on your phone. Well, this was going to happen. So I expect to see it in the ring. I'm going to say this nicely. That's bullshit. Because we put on a show as performers for you guys to sit and watch, you know, and the fans watch. And if you lose your audience, you're losing the joy that is professional wrestling. You're losing the the magic that we try as performers. And I I can say this as as a former manager myself. I'm not well known. I'm not, you know, the biggest name in the business, but I can tell you the gist. Um, Whenever you sit behind that curtain and you go out and they boo you, they cheer you. That's what we live for. But I think on both sides, we have forgotten in some regards why we do this. And I think on the other side, you forget why you cheer or why you boo. Because the way you keep things fresh in professional wrestling is going to have a lot of answers as to how you can make a show good again, how you can 
make it worth your while. And I think part of the problem is that we come across in wrestling is everyone thinks they know everything. And the other problem is some people are just trying to copy the content of another person's show. And you, I mean, Granny, I've seen it done plenty of times in the indies where guys grab microphones because they see it done in WWE or they see what someone does in Ring of Honor. So imitation is the best form of flattery. However, I'm going to tell you, folks, to keep professional wrestling as, you know, as a whole, how do you keep it fresh? That's all up to you. But my opinion, the way to keep things fresh is give the fans a different look. It's like if the football team was to run the same play over and over again. Well, they run it until, you know, they, the other team can stop them. That's just the logic. Um, in professional wrestling, you got to execute. It's all about execution. And in my opinion, promos have to be short and to the point, not 12, 14 minutes of boring Corbin talking on the mic, talking about how you're either with him or against him and having Stephanie McMahon every other fucking year come out with the authority angle on Raw. Not just her, but it's like, my God, man, you cannot force feed fans. Force feed meaning you force someone down our throats and then it's a constant war. It is is a constant war between fans and wrestlers sometimes. And other times, it's peace. You know, the, the the wrestlers who understand that, you know, what this is about is not just about money. I mean, money's nice. I'm not going to lie. But what I'm trying to convey to you guys is keeping it fresh in the world of pro wrestling. That's really a fucking chore sometimes. Because... Sometimes the audience can be very, very brutal. And as I live out on the East Coast, trust me, our audiences are the most picky bastards and bitches ever because they don't, you know, they don't like it, so they start chanting to get themselves over it. It didn't used to be like that. I mean, it's still hard as, you know, hardcore fans, but how do you keep the product fresh? How do you, how do you relate to the audience now? Well, Daniel Bryan kind of said it best during Miz TV. I could come out a hero one day, and you, you know, the next day, you guys turning your backs on me, blah, 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 blah. You're very fickle. You got a point. Because Granny and I ain't fickle, but this generation sure the hell is. How do you know you boo Roman Reigns until he says, the words I or the sentence I have been dealing with this for 22 years, blah blah blah. I have leukemia. Then those same fans who were just booing him out of the building, they basically turned coat and said, "Oh yeah, I feel bad now because he has the disease." No. What does this have anything to do with keeping things fresh? Okay, folks. Do I do the same dance every show? No. I try and maintain a subject or get a subject that can get people intrigued, get the audience involved. And so far, so good because I see a lot of uh, messages on Instagram. You want to ask me 
what I think is wrong with wrestling? No, dude. I'm not I'm not going to go that route because that's too easy. Uh, are you talking about wrestling now or then? There's a lot of there's a lot of factors that could key in. If you don't get the audience something that they want, you know, go with the times. You got my answer to that question is what's wrong with wrestling? Mm-hmm. There's several answers, but one one in particular I'm going to focus on is everyone thinks they know what everyone wants. That's the problem. Part of the problem. If you also if you think you can solve the issue, then by all means, man, become a writer, become a promoter, and see how hard it is. Try to book so many shows and have so much talent come in and bitch about why they didn't get paid. Or, you know, it's it's a stress. There's a lot of stress in wrestling that people just don't get. You know, traveling, you know, is, is not, you know, everyone thinks, okay, ride along. You see, I've seen an episode of Ride Along. That must be. That must be how wrestling traveling is. I can vouch for, no, that's not how it is, because I fucking fly to Kansas City. I drive with Curtis. Um, I can tell you, folks, keeping it fresh and pro wrestling, it seems hard, but really there's a simplicity to it that can be broken down. It's just people have different viewpoints, and that's the beauty of having an opinion. Right, so, all right, folks. I'm going to wrap this up because I have uh, I have a lot of planning to do in the next week and a half, and that includes uh, coming to Kansas City and then going to Oklahoma to see Granny. And, uh, anyways, folks, if you didn't like what I just said, and I'm going to keep shows short to 30 to 45 minutes, and you won't know when it's 30 to 45, I'll just keep you on your toes, okay? So. To all the fans in the UK, Latvia, India, Indonesia, Australia, Ireland, if you listen, <clears throat> all you lovely peeps. By the way, there's a season two of Edge and Christian on the WWE Network. Catch it. Don't miss it. <clears throat> I am Brian Rails, and if you didn't like what I have to tell you, then for real, this is my send-off this time. I'm not you know, having a penalty. I got three choice words for you. Forget about it. I gotta eat, bitches. I'm hungry. I didn't have any lunch at all. I'm Granny. Well, and if you didn't like what Granny Hulkster had to say, what you're gonna do when Granny Hulkster goes crazy on you? And B Train, you're gonna be very surprised when you come to WFC on the 15th of December because we have new WFC tag team champions and we have a new WFC heavyweight champion. The villains, wow. I think, are the villains are. I think the villains are um, banning. I, I Cruz is no longer part of the villains, and neither is Crane. And um, a, you know wow. that match that took place on the first of December between Paul Puerto Rico and Tim Rockwell was very, very, very interesting. And also, B-Train, I don't know if you talked about this and if you did at the very beginning of the show, but you realized the Dynamite Kid passed away. Did you not? I did realize that. I just uh, was getting to that. Folks, um, we were here at Off the Rails Uncensored and also partnering company called Off the uh, Wrestle Radio Network. 
would like to send our condolences to the family of the Dynamite Kid. If you don't know who the Dynamite Kid is, I suggest you hop your asses onto the WWE Network or watch on YouTube if you don't have the network. He was partnered up with Davey Boy Smith. And as a part out of respect for the family of Dynamite Kid, he died at 60 years old. We are going to give 10 seconds of silence, folks. So please silence your cell phones, turn off any electronic device, bow your head, please, and send prayers to the Dynamite Kid. 10 seconds for station identification right here on Off the Rails Uncensored. Well, folks, um, I I was going to do that at the beginning of the show. Um, obviously, I uh, like I said, I had to work a little extra, but it's not about me. This is about someone who is very legendary. He is remembered not so much for the accusation of steroid use and taking the fall for it. That's not the only thing he's remembered for. He actually was a decent wrestler. I remember him briefly as a kid. So, and it's gone too soon, Granny. 60 years old, that's too soon. And I believe today was his birthday, or, well, yesterday was his birthday. I mean, from what I understand, they said he died on his birthday. So, you know, I, I remember the British Bulldogs quite well. I mean, I I love the British Bulldogs. I I loved Matilda. I'm... Because I'm, I'm an animal lover anyways, but Matilda was just absolutely, I loved Matilda. And I always remember Matilda coming to the ring with them and, you know, and I just, they were one of my favorite tag teams back in the day and he will be missed. I mean, somebody had posted a picture of him and Davy Boy Smith and Matilda and they had made the comment about now all three of them are all up in heaven together, you know, so, um, you know. Prayers I and thoughts with very, his family and many friends, you know, so. 60 years old, folks. I mean, the God, they got quite the ring up in heaven, I tell you. Andre the Giant, Dynamite Kid, Davey Boy Smith, Owen Hart, uh, Jimmy Snuka, all the uh, Macho Man, Monsoon, Macho Man, Bobby Heenan. You know, it's funny, Bobby Heenan and Monsoon. I bet you in heaven, Monsoon says, will you stop it? I can just picture them up there, you know, commentating up there, and they're probably up there having a big wrestling matches, and, and Bobby Heenan and Gorilla Monsoon are up there commentating like they used to do back in the day. I, I can just picture that in my mind. It's funny, folks, because I say this because, you know, as a manager, you look up to certain people, Bobby Heenan being one of them. He was a genius, but he's also kind of a comic relief. Yes, but yes, he was. So. You know, the genius folks of Bobby Heenan is not about the show, not to take away from Dynamite Kid. You know, he, that was one of Benoit's influences, and I'm not going to delve into that one. i much rather leave that subject alone. I got to eat, folks. I'm in, not in Queens, thank God. I'm actually... Oh, I just took a little shortcut and went through Staten Island. I'm probably going to be home in Brooklyn again tomorrow, but a friend of mine said, come over. We have some food for you, and you don't ever turn down Italian unless you want to be sleeping with the fishes. Just saying. <laughs> well, 
uh, be safe on your travels, be trained, and I guess I will see you and Kurt on December 15th. And yeah, just yeah. safe travels, my yeah, friend. I know. I was like, going to go through the airport that I work, which is nice because I could just. Well, it usually takes me not so long to get to LGA. It's just a right pain in the butt when you have 20 tours every day asking you the same question. How do I get on this train? How do I I simply respond? Go up to the second floor, take the Q70, and it'll take you all the way to the subway station. Does it really? And today I had to tell a gentleman, you go up the second floor. There'll be a lady to your right. She can guide you with the MTA pass. And sure enough, he comes back down the stairs. There was no lady there. And I said, oh, okay, well, then I'll show you. Anyways, folks, enough of the subway stories from good old Brian Rails. Isn't that ironic? If you didn't like what I had to say, I got three choice words for you again. Forget about it. And Granny, take two. And if you didn't like what Granny Holster has to say, what you going to do when Granny Holster goes crazy on you? Good night, everybody, and God bless. See you next week. Good night, everyone. Yeah. Toodles, bitches. I got teeth. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.